Welcome to the Aligned Hygienist Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I'm on a mission to help busy dental professionals like you feel better in your body, mind, and energy so you can start to thrive in and out of the op. Whether you want to alleviate or prevent chronic pain and stress, you want to learn how you can optimize your health and your career, or you just want to be reminded that you're not alone on this crazy ride, you've landed in the right place. All right, it's time to get started. So sit back, take a deep breath, and let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode on the Aligned Hygienist podcast. It is Caitlin again, your host, here for our first ever Wellness Wednesday tip. And today I wanted to talk about a topic that I get asked about a lot when I'm speaking, when I'm in the grocery store with random people, my friends, and a lot of dental professionals just in my community sending me message, my clients, and that is hand and wrist pain. So I wanted to break it down for you and I want to be clear before we really dive in that no, I am not a doctor um, and this information is definitely not a prescription for you. I do recommend, especially if you are having pain or discomfort or concerned about issues to get checked out by a doctor and a trained professional. Um, with that being said, this is just information from another professional that has experienced some similar issues, perhaps. So most of you know a little bit about my journey. I was a practicing dental hygienist for 12 years um, and really fairly early on in my career started experiencing a good amount of pain and hand and wrist carpal tunnel syndrome was one of them. Um, so I just want to share some information, tools, maybe some different perspectives or resources for you based on my own experience and how I've supported clients and what's worked for them. Um, so this episode is for you, whether you're in the dental, dental industry or not, or just wherever you're at in the dental industry and whether you are actively experiencing pain or discomfort, or maybe you just want to prevent it or you have some weakness or tension. Um, so there are so many things to consider. Obviously this is not a uniformed Ted talk, uh, or formal presentation. So I'm just going to share some ideas, some, again, new ways of thoughts, new resources. And as always, if you have any questions or if something lands or you try something and you want to share it with me, I love hearing from you. Don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you can know, can always email me, send me a message on Instagram at the aligned hygienist or somewhere else in the world. Okay. Before we dive in, I just wanted to share my personal story from having carpal tunnel syndrome. And it actually... For those that don't know me, I was born and raised in Boston, went to University of New England for my undergraduate, graduated, and moved home to be a good girl and pay off my loans. Um, and I found my first dental home at an amazing, great, big family practice in my hometown. I worked there for two and a half years. That's where I started experiencing a lot of my chronic and uh, acute pain from working and not taking care of myself and all the things. So I moved to to Vermont for a few months to become a certified yoga teacher. And then I knew my ultimate goal was moving to San Diego to pursue becoming a certified yoga therapist. So the year that I moved to San Diego, I 
it took about a year to get my dental hygiene license in the state of California and go through all the courses and everything that I had to. So during that year time before I got my dental hygiene license in California, um, I was working at the front desk of an office because I wanted, for multiple reasons, I wanted to stay in the dental industry. I had already worked front desk of an office before and that's just what I did. So that is actually when I started to get a lot of pain in my hand and my wrist and and um, it was scary. I my hand was so inflamed. I couldn't open my hand all the way. Um, it started to. I mean, I couldn't open it all the way. Again, it started to get inflamed. Um, I I couldn't do things like open or close a jar. So I'm really honestly grateful that I wasn't doing hygiene because holding an instrument might've been really challenging. I was able to do things like typing on my computer and using the mouse, but those tighter movements, no strength, very little mobility. And it started to get bad. I started to get scared. So I went to the doctor and I went to my primary care physician and they, this was a little bit back in the day, but they essentially gave me the opportunity for medication, uh, for a prescription for pain. Like I'm sure it was short term, but either way, I didn't even look at it and a prescription or a, um, referral to a surgeon. And I remember leaving there, you know, had already practiced dental hygiene, but in general was really new to practicing as a hygienist and started to have all of these worries of where is my career going to go? Am I going to be doing this forever? You know, those endless thoughts of, should I be on disability? Is this for me? Yeah, da, 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 da. So that was kind of my ride home. And towards the end, I remember being like, no, just because this one doctor says this is the way it's going to go doesn't mean that's how it has to be. It's kind of where I started to go. And then I started to remember and realize that like, wait, we're in school, in training to understand the body better and how the body moves and how the body heals. And maybe there's some things that I'm doing both in the office, at the desk, um, that can be modified and some practices that I can do to start to feel better. And so I, kind of created a program for myself. I didn't know I wasn't an ergonomic specialist by then, but that's really what ignited my passion for ergonomics because I adjusted my entire workstation, started doing some better, like more consistent stretching practices for my hand, for my wrist, for my neck, for my shoulder, um, and doing a little bit of strengthening as well. And just paying attention to my alignment a little bit more and my posture. And with just that, within two to three weeks, I was a lot better. And within, I want to say two months to three months, fully resolved, hasn't come back. And I say it hasn't come back. There has been moments where um, during practicing hygiene, I had to adjust what what I was doing both at home, you know, in the op and out of the op. Um, But it never got to the point that it was at. And now that I know tools to help me, it's never gone back there. Hey, Janice, do you feel lost on where to begin on overcoming or preventing chronic pain and implementing better ergonomics to support your health and career? Some learn about it in school while others try and piecemeal ergonomic courses and tips together as they go. If you've been struggling to feel good, I've got you. I don't want you to spend your career struggling with pain and work-related injuries like I did because you don't know how to set you and your patients up properly 
or even how to take care of your body and put yourself first. There are certain things that you can start doing now that will drastically help you feel better in the long run so you can truly thrive in and out of the operatory. As a dental hygienist with chronic pain turned yoga therapist and ergonomics consultant, I can assure you that there are real steps to take in order to protect your most valuable tool your health. I want to teach you best practices when it comes to your ergonomics, share with you how and why yoga can support your mental and physical health, and teach you the tools and resources with accountability to prioritize and optimize your health so that you can continue providing the best quality care for your patients, grow in your career, all while feeling your best. That's exactly what I'll help you with inside of the Aligned Hygienist, my signature 12-week program for hygienists. If you're interested in taking your health and career to the next level, we start at the end of February. Just head to www.thealignedhygienist.com backslash hygienist. Check out the details, and if it's a fit, jump on the wait list and join. This is the best way to get started in mastering your health and ergonomics in 2023. If you have any questions, reach out. Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you inside the program. So I know that my case isn't going to be the same for everyone's like everything. We all have different bodies. We all experience things differently. We all move our body differently. So what might help me or what have might helped me the most might be really different for you. But again, there are a lot of things that we can do to prevent our, our risk or to decrease pain or prevent pain and in- injuries. And again, things we can do inside of the op and outside of the op. So let's dive in. I wanted to start by just, again, bringing the idea back to our actual anatomy of our hand and our wrist. And so if you were looking at your hand and wrist, like the palm of your hand, um, and you're spreading the fingers really wide, looking just below the, um, like the base of the palm of your hand, we have that carpal ligament that runs across, um, across our wrist and the median nerves, it nerve runs under it and other, um, blood supply. Um, but the median nerves runs under it and that's what innervates our hand and our wrist. So two things to note with that, the work that we do, no matter really where you are at in the office, but especially for my dentist, my dental hygienist, a lot of the work we do holding our instruments or holding the suction or whatever it is, we are engaging muscles that support the the finger flexion or the closing of our hand or the making the fist, right? To actually hold our instruments. So these movements and positions that we put ourselves in with our work creates contraction for a lot of these muscles, not just in the hand, but the wrists, the forearm, our upper arm, like it, our, our whole body is connected. So it's, it, it creates that experience in more than just the hand and the wrist. And then the other piece to that is it's important to understand that Again, going off what I just said, I'm trying to break this down in a really simple way, but I think I'm overcomplicating it. Um, what is important to note is what's going on in our hand and the wrist isn't just necessarily, we, we want to look at more maybe than just the hand and the wrist. In particular, looking at our alignment of our neck and our shoulder and our arm, just in our everyday life, our regular posture, because this was actually a big key to my issue with my hand and my wrist. And at one point I actually had like tennis elbow symptoms and it was the same thing. Um, 
right at the, like right around our shoulder blade, just above our shoulder blade and kind of towards our head and towards the spine is our brachial plexus. A lot of you might already know this, but the brachial plexus is a bundle of nerves. And from that bundle of nerve comes the median nerve down the arm, down the hand, the wrist. So what is important to note is that if you're you have a lot of tension in your neck or your shoulder is either elevated and or lean it like forward a little bit, that can actually be putting pressure on the brachial plexus and the innervation of nerves that run down the arm. So thinking about it again in the way that not just what is happening with these five fingers in this hand, but it can be more than that. And so I'll start to share it throughout this uh, kind of everything I'm going to go over today. So I wanted to start with that idea of what can we do outside of the op when we are not with our patients? What are some things that we can do to either reduce pain or reduce symptoms or risk of symptoms or pain? Um, one of the biggest things is stretching regularly. Again, no matter where in your where in the op you are, typically we are doing things. Even if you're at the front desk or typing at a computer a lot, uh, we are doing things that are contracting our hand, for lack of a better word. So we need to be able to create space in that area so that the blood supply can actually flow where it's meant to go. So that means doing stretches for your hand, your wrist, your arm, your neck, your shoulder, so that you can be in and have good posture, not a lot of tension running through there. I'm a huge fan of therapeutic yoga to do that. Um, You can do that again in and out of the operatory. I have so many different classes. If you are interested in getting more exercises like this, the yoga membership would be a great way to find that or get those. You can find it on my website. And I also have a free chairside stretching PDF if you want just some ideas to get started. Um, but being able to really stretch that area, reduce tension in the muscles, allow the blood flow to return to that area and do what it's meant to do. And then on the other side of that coin, we often, like if you look at your hand and we are using the muscles typically on the palm of the hand, looking at the back of the hand, we need to be strengthening those muscles, those extensor muscles. And, and also in addition to the hand extensor muscles, even the arm, the shoulders, the upper back again, to maintain that alignment. I, when I was going through this again, used therapeutic yoga, but weight training is a great way to do this. If you are ready for that, especially, well, this is especially true if you're not in active hand and wrist or shoulder pain. Um, if you don't know Katrina Ergo Fit Life, she's amazing. Um, her big thing is ergonomics and weight training. You'll have to go check her out if you are interested. But I'm obsessed. I'll put these in the show notes. I'm a fe- obsessed with using these little hand grip strengtheners. So you can get them for your hand and there's like a little rubber band essentially that goes around each finger. And what you do is you open your hand and your fingers really wide and you're strengthening those extensor muscles, which helps to bring balance back into your hand. So I'll link those below if you're interested. That's something you could do on your way to work, when you're at work, at home watching TV, something like that. And then the last piece I want to share just outside of the op wise is just the reminder of the correlation of stress on our body and in particular our when we are in pain and our, our body needs to heal. If we are experiencing pain, discomfort or symptoms, especially in our hand and our wrist, carpal tunnel, and we are either not managing our stress well or we have a high amount of stress, 
that can affect the amount that we are healing or not healing. Reducing our stress through breathing, yoga, meditation, nature, exercise, whatever tickles your fancy and works for you. Stress is a huge one when we're looking at pain. We really want to reduce that in order to give our body time to heal. Okay. In the operatory, let's go. One of the things I'm just going to kind of carry these over, um, in the operatory chair side stretching, like just stretching when you are at work, getting in the habit. Maybe you have a few exercises you do each day. Maybe you do start with just like three every day that I want to start. So you get in the habit of actually just stretching while you're in the office. Um, but you can do it again, chair side when you're with a patient, uh, when they're answering their phone or while you're waiting for a patient reviewing notes during the doctor exam, um, during your lunch, during the morning huddle as a team. I love that. Um, there's so many different ways, of course, not every exercise you can do during a patient or chair side, but there's a lot you can do really sneakily, um, while your patient doesn't even realize. And then the next piece is managing stress while you're at work, especially when it comes to our ergonomics. If we have, if we are doing a couple of things, a couple of risk factors we have while we are working. And then again, we add stress to the situation that is going to affect how our body is able to respond. Okay. But then when it comes to like our actual positioning, this is so important when it comes to our hand and wrist health. A lot of people end up thinking about neutral posture and really focusing on the head and uh, the spine. And obviously that's super important, but neutral posture in our body positioning as it relates to our hand and our wrist is really important. So making sure that when you are working, even sitting at your computer, looking at notes or talking to your patients, or maybe you're doing patient education or, um, motivational interviewing, whatever that looks like, your head is aligned over your shoulders, more specifically ears over shoulders. Your shoulders are down and back. Our elbows are bent by our side, so they're not out like chicken wings. That's a big one. And then our wrist is neutral. And maintaining this as we start to move and work with our patients. So while you're instrumenting, are you maintaining a neutral wrist and um, all of those other key posture points? Using the power scaler, if you're using a suction, if you're using a handpiece, if you're not maintaining alignment while you are working, get more curious of why aren't you? So, because to be honest, sometimes it's a lack of education or or awareness of our alignment. Sometimes it is that we can't maintain proper alignment because of one example is we can't see the patient. We don't have loops that can allow us to see from that far away, or maybe it's the setup of the office, but start to pay attention to what are the things that make me go out of alignment while I'm working and what can I start to, to address really? Um, I, I know a lot of hygienists, um, will not be able to see either, you know, with indirect vision or the mirrors getting all saliva or whatever it is. So we end up like contorting ourselves into these weird positions so we can actually see what we're doing. But when it comes down to it, there's a lot of ways that we can actually avoid those awkward positionings with just some simple, even equipment. Like 
If you're having trouble with indirect vision or the saliva or the water building up during power scaling, looking into things like the ergo finger or pure vac or what's the other one? Vacuv, vacuv. I'll I'll put those below, um, but they help. They're a suction device that has a mirror on it. So there's a lot of different tools and resources that we can use, but start to get clear on your alignment. When are you maintaining it when you're in the operatory and working on patients? And when are you not? And when you are not, why? And if you're interested, if you're like, I don't know, Caitlin, you're supposed to help me answer that. Um, or you want to learn more, especially if you're a dental hygienist, our 12 week program, ergonomic and yoga program for dental hygienists is coming up. We're actually starting at the end of February on, I believe it's Tuesday, the 28th. So if you are interested in the aligned hygienist, please send me a message. Presale is opening soon where you save $200. So if you're interested, you can go to my website, thealignedhygienist.com slash hygienists, and you can check out the page. It's for the 12 week program. If you're interested, um, the pre-sale you get, you save $200. So jump on the wait list. But I just wanted to add that in, in case anyone's looking for support. Okay. The other thing when it comes to our hand and our wrist is, is how are we actually using our instruments? So this is specific, especially for hygienists, but the, the amount you are gripping or grasping, obviously we need to hold on to our instruments, right? We need to be able to have some sort of grip on them that we can actually do the work that we are doing. However, I found with myself, and I see this with a lot of people across the board, are you over gripping or over grasping? Are you over tightening? Like your, your actual hand, are you doing more than you need to be doing? So notice that. Um, again, because then your hand is just working way harder than it needs to. And it's going to take way more energy if your body is working harder, more, more energy to recover and get back to neutral. Um, but in addition to that, there's a lot of other pieces that could be going into why you might be gripping or grasping harder than you need to. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's the instruments you're using. Are they dull? Do you need sharper instruments? I never got to, I actually only got to use these once, but I love the Amer. I've heard great things to the American Eagle instruments that are sharp and free. By the way, I'm not getting paid for any of these. These are just ideas and suggestions because I'm passionate about them. Um, open to sponsorship though. No, um, I really like the American Eagle, um, sharp and free technology instruments. They are amazing, but just making sure even if you can't invest in those, make sure that you are staying on top of, or someone is, or you are hiring a company that is staying on top of sharpening your instruments. Never mind, is that better patient care, obviously, but it makes it way easier on you and your body. And then going further into instruments, are they actually ergonomic friendly? There's a lot that claim they are. There's a lot that just aren't, but there's a lot that goes into it with the handle, with the the width of the handle, typically a wider um, handle, like the Zerk mirrors are really great. They have a wider handle. Your hand doesn't have to work as hard. And again, there's some that are ergonomic friendly because they are lightweight or because the weight distributes more evenly from one side of the instruments to the other, um, or just the, the actual shape and the texture of the ergonomic handle. All of these things are really important when we look at our hand and our wrist health. And 
I know this might be overwhelming, so just take it piece by piece. But we are in a in a state that or in a place right now in dentistry that's it's really exciting because we have a lot of of information, a lot of resources, a lot of tools that we didn't have years ago. And it can also be with that a little overwhelming. I hope I don't make it more overwhelming and hopefully can distill it down easier for you. Okay. The last thing here is, is there too much pressure or are you putting too much pressure on your hand and your wrist? And what I'm thinking about here is the equipment that we are using. So our suctions, our hand pieces, our power scalers, are we like tangled in, are you tangled in cords and like draping? Like I'm imagining Santa Claus with like a big pack over his shoulder. Are you just tugging around these long outdated or heavy cords that are affecting the, and putting too much pressure on your hand and your wrists? Um, something like Cordy's is a great option. It kind of, I've actually never used it. I've heard pretty good things about it, but it, um, essentially just holds like the suction cord or Cavitron cord on your actual wrist to prevent it from, you know, extra weight being put on. Um, and then some hand pieces are great. Even the corded ones can be good and fine ergonomically, but some of them are ancient. Um, and those cords can weigh up to like, I think I read somewhere they can weigh up to like 20 pounds. That sounds crazy. I'm going to research that and get back to you on another episode, but they can be really heavy for those of you that are using an old one. You probably get it. Um, so something like a cordless handpiece, would that support you? The young infinity has a great one. So I know that I added, I put so much in here and I know it's also a really broad kind of overview episode. I hope that some of these things you can start to utilize. I hope maybe a couple of things landed for you or you want to explore or try out. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any questions about what I shared, any products I shared, I'll do my best to share it in the show notes. Um, but if there's any questions you have regarding it, or you tried something or you want support, uh, please don't ever hesitate to reach out, email me, send me a message on Instagram or somewhere else. I am here. I'm here to support you. I am in your corner and I will see you all next time on the next episode. Thank you and have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to this episode on the Aligned Hygienist podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And if you did, don't forget to go rate and review the podcast. I would be so grateful. You can join the community of like-minded dental professionals on Instagram at The Aligned Hygienist, or you can learn more about how I can support you, your health, your career, and your team at thealignedhygienist.com. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day.